Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important, to keeping your sanity. I am Jody the Mom from lifeunboxed.blog. If you're enjoying this content, please like the video, subscribe, subscribe to the channel, and drop a comment below. If you're listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the podcast Share the podcast with your friends and leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. I truly appreciate your support. Remember, I would love to hear your questions that you just can't seem to get answered. So let me know what they are, guys. You finally did it. After weeks or months or even years of planning, learning, and preparing, you finally launched your home business. You are excited to share the fruits of your hard work with the world. It's like being pregnant. You can hardly wait to see the baby and share the baby with the world. Your business is like another baby in your life. You've built the website. And so you launch. And all you hear is crickets. Well, maybe not right at first. For the first month, you get the curiosity seekers, those who are just curious as to what you're actually doing, but not really interested in it. You know what I'm talking about? But they definitely help your website analytics. Then you roll into the next weeks and months, and those analytics that look so promising now make you want to cry. All right, moms, let's talk reality when it comes to starting a home business. And I'm just going to tell you that I am writing or recording and writing this. This is so real to me and to where I'm at right now <laughs> that, yes, sometimes I, I, I may have had, I may have had cried over it before already. Okay. So wouldn't it be nice if you launched your project? Overnight, it took off. I'm sure you've heard those stories and hope lightning will strike you. But I read this recently and decided it was worth mentioning because I have to remind myself of this often, if not daily. Few things labeled an overnight success actually are. You are free to let out a frustrated sigh, and maybe even a tear or two. So we're being honest with each other right now. You want your business to be an overnight success. You've put so much time, effort, and energy into it. It needs to be successful so that you can validate your efforts. Time spent on your business means that your time wasn't spent in other places. You may be doing all the heavy lifting, but your family has also made sacrifices so you can start a home business. Everyone around you is affected by your brilliant idea. So there is a lot at stake, more than just your own time and effort. 
I know you already know this because you've probably already started your business, but sometimes you just need to be reminded that this is the natural process. And rarely, very rarely, is any business an overnight success. You might need to write that down and put it someplace prominent so you can remind yourself of it. So it took Pixar approximately nine years to be successful. And this doesn't count all the years before the official founding of Pixar when the creators were working on a computer that could handle digital animation. So many times Steve Jobs thought about shutting down Pixar. So you can read more of that story in Creativity Inc. And of course, I will leave the link for you below. And a side note, uh, I really did enjoy this book. And especially if you need to read a story about maintaining stamina in business, this is a great one to read. And also, if you need if you need to re- see um, that every business experiences this, no matter how successful they are. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. So you probably hear this a lot. My husband tells me at least once a day, and that is be patient with your home business. It takes time to build. But really, who has time for that? Like, seriously, I've already spent years that nobody knows about building this thing. I've already been patient, and you're asking me to keep being patient. Like, seriously, are you for real? Sometimes I do say that to him, just so you know. So that is what is churning around in your brain right now. I am with you, sister. I totally get it. All right, so let's talk about the emotional stages of starting a home business. Starting a home business, or any business for that matter, is a highly emotional endeavor. You're putting yourself out there like never before, and failure or success is totally up to you. No pressure, right? So here are the emotional stages of starting a business or blog from my expert but very unscientific opinion. The first, you start with a great idea. You've examined all the angles, learned what you need to learn, and committed to go all in. It is exciting and scary at the same time. Nipping at your heels is a little voice asking, but what if this fails? You banish the voice to the far reaches of your mind because ain't nobody got time for that. Next, you launch total and complete excitement. You have worked hard at growing this baby. You nurtured it and gave your time and energy to it. No one knows, except maybe your family, the tears, the long nights and early mornings, the stress and emotional investment put into your great idea. You built your website, wrote posts, created YouTube and podcast shows. Now it's time to share it with the world. So you do, and people are interested in seeing what you're doing at first. The next phase. Drip, drip, drip. Imagine holding a cup under a faucet and trying to fill it up one drip at a time. Drip, 
drip, drip, drip. At this rate, you will be standing there forever, just waiting for the cup to get any water. This, this is what this stage can feel like. The curiosity seekers moved on, and now you need to find people who are going to turn into supporters and fans. They may be people you know or people you've only met online. This is the hardest part of starting a home business. You read the books like Marketing Made Simple, Start With Why, How to Make a Living with Your Writing, The Mental Game of Writing, Atomic Habits, and oh, so many more. The classes about marketing and finding your tribe were watched. You are more than prepared to take the world by storm, but it still feels like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping something will stick. And it is a lot of work. This is probably the hardest stage because nobody likes waiting. So let me remind us all of this one very important lesson. Few things are actually an overnight success. The next phase after your drip, drip, drip is baby steps. You keep being consistent and reminding people of your services and product. Not in a pushy sales, salesy way, but in a helpful, I understand the problems you are facing kind of way. And you get a new subscriber or a new follower. And yes, it is okay to get excited because you got one click on your affiliate link. Yes, someone is reading your stuff and actually clicking through slowly, very slowly. They share with their friends. And now you get two followers a week. And then Three, which takes us to the snowball effect. So this is the idea of a snowball gathering more snow and momentum as it keeps rolling down the hill. Like something you would see in a Peanuts movie. I am pretty sure Woodstock and his bird friends were caught up in one of these snowballs a time or two. This idea works the same in business. The more people you reach, the more momentum you gain. As you are gaining more clients and customers, they will share it with their friends. The snowball effect is now happening with your marketing and you are getting more clients. But it is still an emotional roller coaster. Excitement, then frustration, then excitement, then frustration, and then excitement, then frustration, and you get the idea. So next... The next phase is maintaining and growing. You get to shift gears now and really focus on your existing clients and supporters. You reached a point where you can really assess your marketing strategies and keep nurturing subscribers and followers. You are past the throwing spaghetti at the wall stage and can focus on new products and services. You did it. So I don't know if you are, what phase you're at right now with your business or blog. Um, honestly, with my blog right now, I'm at the drip, drip, drip phase and it's driving me nuts, nuts, nuts <laughs> because there's so much, I, I have been working on this idea for at least three to four years now, um, had interruptions because, you know, had a baby, just a minor interruption. Um, 
So it's really hard when I've already invested so much time and the only thing that, that anyone sees on the outside is, oh, like she's been doing this for four months. They have no idea of the amount of time I've invested prior to that um, four or six months when this um, comes out. So I have four lessons to help you be patient or sort of patient building your home business. So all of the emotional stages mentioned above require one virtue that I am personally terrible at, and that is patience. Because who has time to be patient? Like really, I need to see my business take off because I've already been patient building it. Now I need to continue to be patient, collective scream anyone. That's how I feel. That's not me. That's how I feel. So here are some reminders when it comes to being patient while building your business. And I am reminding myself of all of these as I am talking. Okay. Are you ready for these four lessons? I feel like you need to be mentally prepared because you're not going to want to hear them, but you need to hear them. Okay. So I am mentally prepared. Be prepared with me. First one, everything takes work. (sighs) I am convinced at this point that part of your success can be contributed to just outlasting the other guy or other mom. Uh, There is a meme on social media, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's a cartoon of two guys digging to find gold and one turns back right before he reaches the treasure. Uh, But sometimes... You just need to keep digging and keep going, even when all you see is dirt. So everything takes work. Two, your ideas need to be nurtured. Ideas are really like babies. There's the pregnancy, you working on your idea, then birth, your launch, and then nurture. So really, if you think of that analogy, like... The shortest periods of time are pregnancy and birth out of all of that. And then nurture, man, you are stuck with them for the rest of their lives. So, and this is everything you do to grow your business. So just like raising a kid, your business will go through stages and changes and sometimes be downright frustrating. But through it all, your job is to make sure it is raised properly. You can't just launch your business, do nothing with it, and hope people find it. It requires marketing, spending time with it, and investing your time and money into it. (sighs) Yes, collective sighs, collective screams, but we know it's true. So, all right, let's keep moving. So, number three, are you even ready to handle instant success? Now, this is a very honest question that you need to ask yourself. When you're just starting out, there are so many things that you are still learning. Can you really handle instant success? Or would it completely overwhelm your current systems and processes? We all want to go from 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. But this may actually hurt your business more than it helps. As you grow, there'll be things you you will learn along the way and processes you start to implement, and that will enable you to handle a larger audience. So there are things that, like, I, I have to ask myself this honestly. 
like, no, there are things that I'm still working on that even just because I'm limited with time, I'm not able to necessarily implement them so fast because there's more important things on the to-do list that need to be handled first. And so these other things fall lower on that to-do list. And so once I have them implemented or I have them in place, then that would really help. So it is better to go to lesson number four, to grow into your business. So it is usually better to grow into your role than to be dumped into it. Growing allows you to make plans, learn specific skills to help you, and hire people as needed. It is a more natural process to manage your business. And it also means you are better equipped to handle whatever comes your way. Guess what, my friends? We have made it to the end. And I hope out of everything that uh, you feel like you're not alone. That was my whole, that was the whole purpose of wanting to put this out there is I know building a business is hard work and sometimes it helps just to hear that you aren't the only one struggling with the emotions involved. So I don't necessarily, I haven't really seen anyone talking about like, all the emotional ups and downs that you have when you start a business or you start a blog. So I want to encourage you to stick with it. You can do it. You know, are there things that you, maybe you need to gaps you need to fill in uh, with your own processes or with your own knowledge? What do you need to do to really build this thing? So I know you've experienced these emotions building your business. Are there other emotions that you've experienced as well? Tell me in the comments below what has helped you. I am so glad you joined me today. Be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and definitely check out the Life Unboxed store for all of your mom boss merch. And you can get your awesome I'm a mom, what's your superpower t-shirt. And for more great entrepreneur content, follow Life Unboxed on social media check out lifeunbox.blog or download the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. I truly appreciate your support and I will see you in the next video.